0: So listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieve your retirement goals. And now here to help you with your financial questions is Michael McGuire.
1: Hello, and welcome back to the Bull and Bear show. This is Michael McGuire. I come to you each and every Saturday, and I'm glad you're joining us. Uh, My companies are McGuire Capital and McGuire Retirement Solutions, and each week, we try to bring you a new topic to think about so you can uh, really study on what you're going to do and how you're going to reach your destination called retirement. And uh, today's show is no different. Here we are still in January of 2021, a new year. So we're going to uh, talk about financial New Year's resolutions. And uh, I think a sure sign that the New Year's rolled around it's uh, when everybody decides that they're going to start d- uh, taking back up their gym membership or start a new diet. And everybody's got all these great resolutions they're going to do, and, and me included. Um, but, you know, we also should look at something just as important as our weight, and that is our financial health. And so I think even though, you know, last year was such a tough year for many, many people. Um, people in my audience listening. I think all of us has been touched in one way or the other, especially during a pandemic. Um, we've all had people close to us that have, uh, gotten COVID. And uh, unfortunately we've had people that we all know that have passed away because of it. And along with that man, a slowing economy, uh, the workforce staying home. Um, and man, we've just been through a lot. So, you know, I, I raise a, a glass for 2021 that uh, things will get better. We've got a rollout of the uh, two vaccines so, for, so far. We've got more on the way. Um, and as of this recording, I believe there's been a little over 30 million doses sent out. I think about a third of those have actually uh, been put in somebody's arm. So uh, hopefully, though, that will continue in we will get the population, um, with immunity. So with that bright note, <laughs> though, we are going to have fun today. Um, and bef- before I go in to address some of these, uh, re- you know, re- resolutions that we're going to make for our financial health, I want to introduce my co-host. each and every week. Tony Shore joins me and I'm very proud to have him again today. Tony, how are you doing?
0: Well, I'm doing good, you know, and, and it has been a hard time. Uh, a, a tough last uh, twelve months, hasn't it? I mean, the last twelve to thirteen months have it been has. tough. And you know, I I've recently just uh, this week uh, lost um, someone who I used to work with passed away from COVID, and that was uh, that was tough news to get. Just found that out yesterday. And so mm, you know, yeah, and it's just uh, uh, more and more people. It gets closer and closer. So uh, you know, the vaccine, it couldn't come soon enough. And I'm glad people are getting it. Now, my wife and two daughters are uh, actually my wife, uh, my daughter and my son. Two of my three children have gotten the vaccine already because they work in the healthcare field. So that's good. I'm glad they got the vaccine. And I may be get, I may be getting it soon because my wife's work as extra because not everybody wanted the vaccine, which I I don't necessarily understand. Uh, but if you have a spouse that's either over 65 or has health, uh, issues and I have diabetes. So, um, I may be able to get the dose this week. So, uh, of the vaccine. So, um, you know, I'm looking forward to that. I can't wait to get it. Uh, I am a bit uh, perplexed by people who don't want it, but I guess, you know, I see some fears and concerns and they m- maybe want to wait three months to see what happens. So I don't know, but I, I would want it sooner rather than later. Wouldn't you?
1: Yeah. You know, and Tony, I'll be honest with you in the beginning, I'm like, oh, they've rushed it out so fast. I'm worried. Yep. But I was as, too. It, as it, yeah, it, it's, it's really, you know, a personal note. It's touched people that I know. Uh, and, and I, I also lost somebody that I knew, um, uh, through high school and, um, uh, actually I've lost uh, about three or four, four now. And every time it just becomes more real to me. And so after kind of vowing that I would not take it and that, that my wife and kids should take it now, I think I will be eager to take it. I just, it's time. Uh, it's time to get this, this horrible pandemic behind us. And uh, I've got to put my faith in uh, you know, humanity and the fact that these drug companies are, uh, are have actually done it because, you know, you, th- you, you look back and think, you know, as a kid, polio, uh, those shots, you know, worked and, uh, so many other things that's come along, um, that, that it does work and you've got good men and women, um, behind those white coats that, are, that have put a lot of work into getting this, to be able to deliver it to our country. And, and for that matter, it's worldwide. So, um, really crazy that we're living through something, an event that happens 100, every 100 years or so, uh, but we are, and uh, it's going to make us stronger as a country. I'm also praying for peace among uh, our citizens. I really uh, am tired of of the, uh, the, the divide. I just hope that uh, through prayer and uh, people being good to each other that we can get you know, let's make this back the way it was when people, neighbors loved each other and we respected points of view. And, and, uh, I really yearn for that. And, uh, we're going to do our part to, uh, to just be good people. And, uh, so all that said, Tony, uh, how was your, we had just, you know, this last week we had a three day weekend. Did you do anything exciting or uh, how was your how was your time off? Well,
0: actually, I kept pretty busy. We had a lot of projects here around the house, and we rearranged our living room. And I had to haul out a couch and uh, posted that online. Got rid of that right away, so that that was handy. And bought uh, a new piece of furniture. And I swear, my wife and I we rearranged the room like five times. So a lot of moving, including an upright piano. So I moved it around, didn't look right, wow. moved it around. So I'm sore. Uh you know I've <laughs> had some, so. my shoulder hurts, my wrist hurts, uh my ankles are, you know, the whole the whole deal. I'm not getting <laughs> any younger uh for moving stuff around like that. But uh we got it set and it looks great, it feels great. So it was great to get that done and just got a, a bunch of other errands run. Uh watch some football, relax. So uh, really all in all, just, I had a great weekend. I'll have to be honest. Um, uh, no offense if, uh, you know, people are struggling out there, but I, my weekend went well, I had the three day weekend, enjoyed, uh, MLK day, uh, took that off in, in remembrance of what a great man, uh, Martin Luther King jr. So I, I think that was good. How about you? I, I know you've been busy, <laughs> but you took a day off actually, which is rare. I
1: did. I had a great weekend, um, extended weekend. It was great. Last night, um, or, or I had, I had a uh, text about eight eight o'clock from my son, and it says, "Please do not tell mom. Come
0: upstairs immediately." So I'm like, "Oh, oh no. no, that's a bad <laughs> so, boy." The second you yeah. read that, you're like, "What has happened?" So I
1: too got to move furniture around, and I'll explain as I go up. My son and daughter, you know, they're eleven and thirteen. Well, they, they had been playing with the stress ball, squeezing the dickens out of that thing, and they squeezed that stress ball, and it exploded on the couch. So uh, we you know went went to work on uh, bringing in soap and water and, and stress balls. I'm gonna tell you that junk is nasty. And it was orange in color. And we had, we cleaned it all up, rearranged, but got it all back perfect. And (laughs) I just laughed with them. You know, as you know, I'm older, I'm 54 years old, and here, reloaded. My oldest son's 28, who, who works at McGuire Capital with me. Um, but the younger ones, you know, being older, you know, I know this time goes fast and I just, uh, I try to, I try to, you know, (laughs) have a great attitude and we did, we, we did Uh, now, I'm not going to kid you initially. I'm like, Oh no, what have you done? But Hey, we got in there and it, it cleaned up easily and, uh, rearranged some furniture. So mom might not (laughs) have an idea of, of the wet spots on the couch and, uh, Anyway, so that was, it was kind of fun filled and we, we ended up laughing and, and, uh, so it, it ended my three day week was, uh, was with a little bit of an excitement, but it was good. You know, today, Tony, I'll jump into it. Uh, I read an, uh, CNBC article and, uh, and it was, it's titled the 10 financial new year's resolutions to set now and to achieve in the year 2021. So I felt like this would be something good to share with the audience. You know, they, they took a poll, and they, they, as they cited in this article, they asked um, about your financial resolutions. What type of uh, things are you wanting to improve on or to work on in 2021? And you know, Tony, 49% of the people said that they wanted to save more. And uh, boy, I can relate to that, and we help people do that. said that they want to improve their credit scores. Well, years ago, I went to work on that and definitely helped clients do that. It's really um, not as complicated as you think. It's just some things that you have to be disciplined on to do that. And finally, 31% wanted to create a personal budget. So I thought those three topics are great, especially for some of my younger people in the audience That have never done a budget and it's time for them to do that. Some of my older people um, in the audience that uh, really need to be putting back more as retirement approaches closer and uh, finally everybody could benefit from a high credit score. So I wanted to begin today looking at saving more. I think that tops the list of that poll, and I also think it tops my list of of helping people get to their goals of retiring and having a great retirement. You know, so while saving more money is always um, it seems to be it always takes discipline and it does. There's a number of great tools out there though, that can make it easier for you. And one of those simple little um, a piece of paper, from your employer, if you're working and have a 401k request that you increase what you're putting in each paycheck into that 401k. It's a simple, uh, you know, stroke of a pen to let's say that you're doing five or 6% now to just increase 1% and make that an annual thing to, to increase because Tony, as you know, a little bit of money each week, uh, each month, it, it doesn't have as big an impact if you try to all of a sudden, hey, I want, I need to increase this thing a thousand a month, you know? Right, um, right. That's tough. So take it, take it in small steps, and I, I know that sounds so simplistic, but but do it. You know, you can hear me talk about it, but but pick up the phone, talk to your HR department, and go ahead and make that change. I promise you, it's not going to affect your life today, but it could have a great impact down the road. On how much money you're putting in there, and while I'm talking about 401ks, um, you know Tony, we we have over 31 trillion in debt in this country, oh, and yeah. I and it, I and it's feel just like
0: skyrocketing too. It,
1: it is. It, it continues to get. You know, it's just it's growing crazy. Well, you know, folks, you're listening to me right now. You you can mark down this. I want I, you can take this to the bank. Taxes are going to have to go up. They're going to, the government has to pay back. We, the people, have to pay back this money. And um, we're not going to have some great reset. We're not going to have some overnight, our money's, you know, gone. But what we are going to have is more taxes. And so you need to understand if you've got a 401k, what we call a traditional, 401k or a traditional IRA, I want you to consider and follow me on this. This makes a lot of sense and I bet a lot of people listening right now have not really thought about this. Why not convert that over? Why not convert over to a Roth? And when you make that conversion, you're going to pay taxes. We feel like And, and hey, we guess like everybody else that the CARES Act in 2025 is going to go away. We, we feel like there, there won't be significant increases in taxes and uh, changes in a lot of things until 2025. So in my mind, you've got 2021, 22, 23, 24. We've got four years. Why not look at that 401k if you have, are over 59 and a half, pick up the phone Give me a call, roll that into a IRA rollover and immediately convert 25% to a Roth. And then each year I will automatically convert another 25, another 25, and another 25. So at the end of four years, you're going to have all your money in a tax-free account, not a tax-deferred. And here's the power of that, Tony. Taxes are going to go up. So your friends that don't heed to this advice, that are working and continue putting money in a traditional retirement account, when they finally do retire and they start pulling money out, then they're going to be what? They're going to be taxed because a traditional 401k is tax deferred, meaning while you have it inside the 401k, it enjoys tax deferral. But the second you pull a check out of it to live on, whether it's monthly, quarterly, annually, Tony, that gets taxed at the current tax rates. Well, in my scenario with $31 trillion in debt, wouldn't it be an awesome, wonderful thing to be able to call up your financial advisor and say, hey, I've retired now. I'm ready to turn on, start sending me out monthly checks to live on. And I look at you and and say, you know what? You did a great deal mm. four years ago. Yeah. You put you you converted this to a Roth. Smart. And 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 now we're going to be able to pull it out after your five. We're going to be pulling this out for you with no taxes. So Tony, uh, that's one of the things that I I, I wanted to share this morning. Uh, I can get in real detail on this. We can really drill down. Give me a call at 405-760-5863. Don't let it be one of those re, you know resolutions you make and never keep. Write that number down, 405-760-5863. Give me a call, and we'll get the ball rolling on that one.
0: Sounds great. And, uh, you know, obviously there are a lot of things we're going to talk about today, financial New Year's resolutions, but I, I like the way you started off with your 401k. Make those automatic transfers uh, into your 401k, uh, increase how much you contribute to these types of accounts uh, look at uh, you, you know look at things like debt I think um, so many people like you say credit card debt is out of control and so yes. people need to as a New year's resolution you know make sure I mean obviously credit cards are a necessary financial tool for a lot of Americans uh, but you need to make sure that you're reaping the benefits that a credit card can provide like earning points or miles, things like that, getting cash back. But at the same time, you can only do that if you pay it off every single month, right?
1: Yeah. You know, that's a good point. I think, uh, while we all have to use credit cards every once in a while, we need to try to be conservative in the way that we use them. Uh, there's many credit cards out there that now offer advantages to you to use, you know, for example, um, uh, many of the market's most popular cards are, they offer really legitimately good rewards like cash back. I see them with the frequent flyer miles. Long story short, if the occasional use of a credit card is part of your budget, just make sure you do what you said, pay that thing off and take advantage of any of the, uh, conveniences they offer you. You know, a lot of times you can buy items and, and Tony, I don't know if you've experienced this, but, but, uh, the item you bought, um, was not what it was, you know, it was supposed to be and kind of protects you liability wise, or you got ripped off by an online vendor, um, using a, a, a visa card or some type of a credit card, um, can, can protect you that way. So, uh, I'm, I'm not opposed to using them. What I'm opposed to is having that debt follow you and get built up where you've maxed them out and you you really destroy your credit. Um, you need to keep this in mind. If you've got a credit limit of, let's say $2,000, it would really be smart to keep, uh, to only utilize less than a third of that, you know? So, um, for sure, make sure you're under half. If you got a 2000, don't, don't charge up past a thousand just because it affects your credit. When, you know, it's a mystery how these, um, uh, credit scoring companies, what they use, their formulas, their algorithms. But we do have a pretty good hint of the fact that if you overuse a card, it's a red flag to them. And, you know, um, so I try to keep, if you, if you had a 2000 limit, I'd try to keep that thing under four or $500 on what you use on that particular card. Um, and also people often make the mistake, you pay a card off and they rush and they cancel the card. Well, that, believe it or not, that can ding your credit as well. It's better to leave that thing open with a no balance. Uh, it, it 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 helps you more than canceling it. So there's lots of little tips. Uh, things change in that industry, but we can certainly help clients um, kind of do their, their bec- best practice on utilizing those credit
0: cards. Right, and I think that's that's key. And you know, whether you bring it up on 401k or I mean New Year's resolutions, the 401k thing is great. Credit cards, it's yeah, it's a it's a weird one, but so many people because it's a prevalent problem for so many people. Uh, and people aren't number one. People aren't taking advantage a lot of times of the cash back, uh, you know, or the zero percent interest. And then in other cases, they just they can't handle. You have to be disciplined, otherwise you know, cut it up. You know, you, you hear, you know, financial advice, cut up your credit cards. I, I don't think you have to do that. But if you don't have the discipline and that's the only way you can get out of credit card debt, you you got to do it. I mean, it's just it it's that important to get out of debt and don't pay that high interest, um, especially now because the interest you earn isn't that high on a lot of accounts. So. Uh, why should the interest you pay the credit card companies be so high? So you don't want to have to do that. And I think you've given us some great advice. And uh, yeah, I I get so many credit card offers in the mail, Michael. It just it's crazy. Yep. And email, and mail. And now you know my kids are college age. They get stacks of them. It's just crazy. And the minute you turn eighteen, they start inundating you with them. Or or go to college they must know when people go to college and then they just keep sending them, sending them, sending them. <laughs> they do. So, uh, yeah. So, uh, and I think, uh, a lot of, uh, there's a lot of prudent financial moves we can make. Uh, what's a, what's another one you would recommend for the new year?
1: You know, I, I back on the, kind of the credit score thing, because having a, a great credit score helps you in so many ways, Tony. So overall your, for your financial health and, and life, you know i think uh, you want to try to get that score above 700 and uh it really uh let's make it a top priority if you're below that in 2021 and part of that is that utilization that i talked about earlier is to uh start whittling away on on those balances to get them below 50% if you're above 50 and then get them below a third usage um and you're going to see a big improvement don't be late try not to be late um, try to, to utilize the technology we have today with these auto pays to auto draft out of your account. And, uh, uh, you know, also, um, if you owe a medical bill, don't ignore it, you know, pay them something. You don't want it going off to collection. Um, I, I you know, this is for my younger, n- normally I deal with people that are older and that have went through these struggles, but, but I deal with everybody. And so, um, some of those things are are tips that you just want to you want to guard that credit score uh, the best you can. Uh, it's going to benefit you with lower rates when you do go purchase things like um, your home um, when you go uh, use credit to finance uh, the big ticket items. Uh, it certainly can help you in a business expanding your business. Um, you, we need to work on on that as as well as you know money back for savings
0: well yeah well savings there you go that's another new year's resolution you know and you touched on it with putting more into your 401k but saving more money watching that credit score watching your credit cards these are all great financial new year's resolutions and i know our listeners probably have questions about getting a financial plan in place especially as we get closer to retirement uh how can they get a hold of you and set that up michael
1: you know it takes a phone call just give us a call at 405 we can uh meet sit down go over where you are right now and with no judgment um no pressure if you end up uh liking what you hear and and, and engaging us we've been helping people for i've been helping people for over 3 decades now um we'll be certainly uh, somebody that you'll end up trusting and, and referring to other people that's most of our clients come from referrals and uh, it just takes a phone call to me at 405-760-5863 and we'll get you started on a on a pathway to have a great retirement.
0: The ups and downs of the stock market can be exciting but not if you're near or in retirement. Predictable returns may not be exciting but your needs tends to change later in life. When you are ready for a relatively more predictable financial plan, call McGuire Capital. We focus on crafting effective financial strategies. You can get your adrenaline rush elsewhere. Give our office a call at 405-760-5863 or visit us at mcguirecap.com. And welcome back to The Bull and Bear Show. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore. And our host, the man with the plan, is Michael McGuire. And Michael, during our show today, we've been talking about financial New Year's resolutions and how embracing some of these may make it easier to reach those financial goals this year. And this is a great way to get people financially ready for the rest of the year. Uh, What do you have for us? How would you like to begin this segment?
1: You know, I want to just finish up one little thing that uh, the break caught us on the first segment. We, you know, just a, a quick refresher. We talked about little tweaks that you can make to that 401k, increasing those contributions just a little bit, adding in there. We talked about credit card utilization and uh, we didn't touch too much on doing a budget. So I want you to realize that uh, online, whether you have an Android phone, an iPhone that go to the app stores and, and look at some of the, there's free budgeting tools and learn to start utilizing a budget. If you've got problem with discipline, you know, uh, you see something that's shiny and you want it and you know, you forget that, that you have, uh, uh, limited resources, uh, I think a budget can help you keep that in line. And so I encourage uh, folks to uh, utilize budgets. Budgets remind us to put money back for ourselves, to put money back in for retirement, maybe for a vacation or, or those emergency funds that we that uh, a lot of us have had to tap into uh, last year. So uh, that I want to just finish that up, Tony, and then going forward in this segment, Um, I really want to talk about that drill down into that CNBC article that I touched on earlier. Um, You know, basically now's the time to plan out your 2021. And then once you get it on paper is to work that plan. So uh, if your plan is to pay off your credit cards entirely in 2021, that article noted that more than 60% of Americans uh, have at least one credit card to their name and that the average balance is around $6,200, Tony. So with those numbers in mind, it's easy to see why, uh, getting out of credit card debt can be a high priority for many people. And one of the potential solutions is to consolidate your credit card debt, uh, onto a balance transfer credit card. And what that really means. Yeah. It's Find there's cards out there, Tony, that'll offer zero interest. Some of those can go as far as 21 months. Oh, wow! And that can really help you to uh, if you can move those balances over uh, to a very low interest to no interest, and then start working on whittling that down to zero um, as quick as you can. So well, yeah, having and, not to pay, and, yeah, interest, having, like you say, ahead.
0: not paying that interest on a, like, like a $6,200 credit card debt, uh, that's going to give you more money to pay it off faster, right? Yep.
1: Absolutely. You know, I think we'll, we'll stick a little bit more with credit cards for this one. Um, it, it's important to, to pay on time. Uh, that is part of that credit score. So even though you say, Hey, I, I've paid it every month. Well, make sure you pay it on time. You don't want them to ding you for late payments and, uh, plus charge you extra money for that. So it's important to have that strategy. Uh, hey, pay often and, and, and pay more than your, your minimums always, uh, they have structured those cards. If you pay those minimums, it's going to take you forever to pay that balance off. So let's don't do that. Let's let's go above and beyond that and let's utilize all this data, the, all the, the the internet. We can get out there and find these credit card offers um, and let's utilize those very low interest rates to, to zero rates and get that done.
0: Well, yeah, good advice right there. Obviously, that interest, uh, like you said, I mean, you know, if you can eliminate that interest, even for a while, it'll help you get it paid off uh, rather than the debt keep, you know, rather than let that debt keep rolling and rolling. Uh, I think that's important. Um, And that's why it's so important to pay off that full balance each month. Right, Michael?
1: It is. You know, actually, if you consider that your payment history is the single most important component of that credit score, let me say that again, your payment history is the biggest part of that credit score. It becomes obvious that it's, it's, it's important to pay that balance off. If you do that every month, you're going to watch that score of yours go up and up. So perhaps most importantly, paying off your balance, uh, it, it, it's going to call on you to be disciplined. It's going to call on you to have a budget. And I think all those things work hand in hand. Um, also, you're going to see when you do that consistently, you're going to see these credit card uh, limits increase for you. Well, that can be a good safety net. You know, uh, I don't want you to go out and, and use that as a reason to rack them <laughs> rack them up. But, <laughs> right. but, but but I do want you to have peace of mind, knowing hey, I have a great credit uh, score, and if something bad did happen, uh, I don't have to dip into my retirement savings account. I can utilize the credit that I've built up because, cause I've, I've been, uh, I'm credit worthy. You know, I've, I've done the right things to improve that. So I love, uh, I used to Tony. I don't know if you're listening to me and you're like me, I was very old fashioned. I wanted to get the bill in my hand and I wanted to write it out and I wanted to, you know, lick that stamp and send it off And kicking and screaming over the last five years, uh, and really over the last three years, I have utilized technology and it makes life so much easier. You know, how awesome is it that you can also make a deposit now by just taking a picture of your check oh, and it, it's in your account. I
0: absolutely love that. I, I it's so much yeah. easier. And, and uh, some of the younger people who might be listening, don't even know, you know, the difference, but most of our audience remembers, obviously, you know, having to fill out a deposit slip and mail it in or go to their bank and physically go in or through the drive through. And now you just take a picture of it and it's deposited into your account. It's unbelievable, really.
1: Yeah. You know, uh, our clients that are on McGuire capital side, they can take a picture of their check and within literally, uh, an hour, it shows up in their account and we can buy and sell mutual funds, stocks, bonds, CDs, nice. you name it. Nice. And uh, it, it is nice. And the ability to pay those bills I've got, you know, on my uh, on my bill pay screen of my bank account. Um, I've already got them in there. You know, the, the, the mailing detail and all that. I just two clicks and I'm done one click and then fill in the amount and it, and it's set up automatically. So love that. Utilize technology. Do that. Make life um, easier for yourself. We've got so much going on now. Let let's let's take and automate that part of our life and let's automate these savings. Let's get with a financial advisor you can know, like, and trust. Somebody who you can 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 realize that they have your family in mind and And I can set you up on auto drafts going from your checking account into your retirement account with me. And it's just on autopilot comes in. You can change it anytime you want, increase it, lower it, stop it. You're not, you know, you're not married to whatever you do, but over time You'll be glad that you've done this, and and I want you to work with a financial professional that is going to shoot straight with you. It's going to give you the good, the bad, the ugly, and that is really going to help you reach your goals, and so absolutely, I want to help you. Maybe it's your grandchildren. Maybe it's your children that need some help on the credit side. Well, have the relationship with me. That's what we bring to the table more than just investing in stocks and bonds and mutual funds, you know, um, I want that holistic approach. I want to make sure your life insurance needs are covered. I want to make sure that you are aware that there is a big difference that when you're investing in, in what we call the accumulation stage, when you're investing in your twenties, thirties, forties, fifties, a big difference in the type of advisor that you need. You, in the, in those stages of your life, you want an advisor that can give you risk. I said it, four words, four letters, risk, R-I-S-K. Because with risk comes rewards, higher return on your money. But let me tell you, when you no longer have time on your side, when you no longer are working every month week year for a paycheck and you enter what we call the distribution stage the paycheck stage that you created in your retirement savings accounts at that point you need an advisor that does not embrace risk you need an advisor that that wants principal protection you do cannot afford to take massive risk on your retirement funds. You can't have that type of an investor or advisor to help you invest your money. You got to fire that person. If they can't wear the other hat, if they can't get past the fact that they, they, all they do is put money at risk. You've got to hire somebody that's going to help you protect what you've worked all your life for. And so, we can help with that both sides. We wear both hats. We understand through decades of work how to do that. So um, look at me. I got on my soapbox, honey. Sorry (laughs) about that. Well, you've
0: brought up uh, some great financial New Year's resolutions. I mean, uh, starting with the fact that, uh, you know, make it a resolution to fully embrace uh, technology to really tighten up your finances in the new year. And if you're not fully taking advantage of everything that's available to you and automatic deposits, bill pay, uh, budgeting software, you know, all of these things are important. So I like that. And then, you know, now you're talking about risk and managing risk, which is a huge resolution that so many people are not doing. They think they're okay, they think they're not at risk, but all their money is tied to the market, you know, their 401k or their other IRAs. Their retirement accounts are all in stocks, uh, maybe a few bonds, which is even worse now because bonds aren't making yep. any money. But um, you know, and they don't really have that safety. Maybe that, maybe Social Security, uh, that's uh, you know safe and guaranteed money. But you also need to make sure that you can have enough money that's guaranteed each month for as long as you live to pay your bills, and that's what a lot of people don't understand. So a great resolution for the new year, Michael, would be to get together with a professional, and have a plan in place that would ensure you can do that. And so uh, oh, that's yes, huge, yes. isn't it?
1: It, it is It very huge. And it, it, it basically, here is your resolution. This year, 2021, I am going to find an advisor that cares about me more than my money. And what does that mean? I, I, I want to get with somebody that's not going to look at me as a billable hour is not going to look at me as a commission. You need to find somebody that understands the big picture and that wants to understand your big picture and reduce your risk. I'm telling you, we've had a decade of growth. We had a stumble last spring and that snapped a lot of people to reality. But now we're back to the races. We're, We're, we're hitting highs in the market and, uh, you know, as as we speak, the the Dow is around thirty one thousand, the S and P is around three thousand seven hundred ninety or so, and the Nasdaq's at thirteen thousand. That may not mean anything to you if you're listening to me. If you're not, that that's nothing more than an index. The Dow Jones Industrial Average is thirty stocks. So let me break it down way more simplistic than it is, but basically those thirty stocks have a value of thirty thousand nine hundred thirty or thirty one thousand what the Dow is. Each day that that goes up and down based on those 30 stocks, their value. And the S&P 500, as the name implies, there's 500 of the biggest companies in America in that index. And it goes up and down based on the stock prices of those 500. So what you need to do is find somebody that you can trust that is going to educate you, and teach you about the second phase of you as an investor, which is the distribution phase. We all are going to enter that phase. And most of us have only dealt with a broker, a stock broker that has a hammer and everything looks like a nail to that
0: person. Yeah. When all you have is a hammer everything looks like a nail. My dad always said that. to
1: me, And it's, it's so true in many things in life. And especially in my business, I see it all the time. I I get a brand new client in through referral through this radio show. And I look at their statement and I look at their age and I look at their risk tolerance and I'm like, wow, malpractice. What is going on? You see a, a great bull market the name of our show, the bull and bear show, a bull market, things go up. And in an up market, you can hide incompetent advice. You can hide it because you put everybody in growth and we got growth, baby going straight up. But you watch what happens when we have a major meltdown in the market. When we have the normal correction cycles in that client, Looks at their retirement they've worked all their life for and watch it go down by half, by 50%. Where is that advisor then? Where is their great knowledge? What's happened? What's happened is they got over aggressive and they didn't give the proper advice for the client's unique situation. And part of your unique situation, hearing my voice right now, is not just your age. It's 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 who you are. It's how many children you have, how many grandchildren you have, um, about your career, how long you want to work. There there's so much about you that God made different from everyone else. You have to have somebody that's going to recognize all those things, and and work for you. So man, I'll, I, I' I get on the soapbox and I go crazy. It's passion. I'm, I have passion. I have passion for what I do, Tony. And so um absolutely., uh, we need to get people to concentrate on their risk levels in twenty twenty one.
0: yeah, a great New Year's resolution uh, to get your finances in order. So what do you have next for us?
1: You know, all those resolutions are really designed for one thing to help position you to achieve that retirement goal that we have set down and and, uh, you have for yourself. And our final portion of this show today, I thought we had kind of changed things up a little bit. And we're going to talk about retirement. I recently came across an article in Kiplinger and Tony, uh, the headline of that one was, if retirement planning sounds great to you, you are on the right track. And I thought, that's kind of (laughs) interesting. I think that that's, uh, (laughs) I think uh, uh, that got my attention anyway. Well, so, if
0: retirement planning sounds Greek to you and to a lot of our listeners out there, it might. Uh, but does this mean you're going to hit us with some philosophy?
1: <laughs> Maybe so. <laughs> you know, uh, uh, to a certain degree, uh, that's exactly what we're going to do. You know, Tony, I don't really consider myself to be a philosopher uh, or a philosophy scholar. Um, but I'll try to keep this as light as I can. You know, the article notes that there's three ways that Aristotle's teaching can help you get a fresh perspective on your financial strategy. And like, wow. Uh, when I read that, um, you know, particularly as we continue to deal with the fallout of this COVID stuff, I, I, I asked the same question that you might be asking right now. Just what does Aristotle have to do with building a strong retirement? Yeah. The answer is more than you might think, Tony. His concepts of ethos, pathos, and logos uh, have been around literally for thousands of years, and they can still be very beneficial today.
0: Yeah. Wow. Well, first of all, Michael, I'm mostly thinking two things right now. First, I'm not sure where you're going with this, and second, I can't wait to find out where you're going with
1: this. (laughs) (laughs) So let's get going, Tony.
0: So let's look at
1: ethos, uh, which means character. That's the first thing. Uh, when it comes to building your retirement strategy, you need to have absolute faith that your plan has complete credibility for Aristotle. The article explained that the purpose of the ethos was to inspire trust in the audience that he was addressing. So when it comes to the ethos in your financial service professional, so that relationship that you have, you need to focus on those four words, trust, competence, empathy, and commitment. Those four words are important for you to have in that advisor. You know, Uh, Do you and your your financial advisor trust each other? Have that advisor earned your trust? Uh, If you don't, that relationship cannot move forward. Uh, Do you believe your financial service provider has experience? Um, Do they have know-how, talent? Can they help you build the kind of retirement you truly want? Those are the questions you must ask.
0: Well, and those are important questions. Obviously, uh, trust and competence are critical when it comes to working with uh, someone like yourself, Michael, a financial professional. And so I like where this is going. So now what about empathy and commitment?
1: In terms of empathy, it comes really down to whether or not you and your financial service provider both have a rock solid belief in that retirement strategy that you have. Uh, it's a commitment and it's really all about you. Uh, you're committing to being, uh, completely willing to follow a strategy. And, and I mean all the way to the end and while being flexible enough to make those needed adjustments because life happens along the way and to make those adjustments in a timely manner, you get a raise, maybe it's time to add a little bit more money. You get laid off. Maybe we need to adjust quickly. On those things in a survey that, uh, that article, you know, it, it referenced almost half of those that responded said they're feeling more financial stress right now, Tony, than they did when this pandemic began. That made sense to me reading that clearly that kind of financial stress can increase the risk, um, over your emotions and decisions. Basically, um, the more stressed you are, it's harder to make solid, solid and sound financial decisions.
0: Right. And so obviously that makes sense. And, uh, these are interesting. I, I never knew any of this and this is a great, I like it. It's a good analogy. Um, and I think persona and passion are obviously two great words for retirement because like you described, uh, they remind us that retirement can be the ultimate adventure. That's how we should look at it. Uh, so what about purpose and path?
1: You know, your purpose is, is taking that passion and using it as the path during retirement, in the word path, simply refers to whether or not you'll stick to a strategy that you've built as you wind your way, Tony, to to that and through retirement. So you can think of four P's of pathos as building blocks, or as we call them, um, for your ideal retirement. You need to write down your own story in your own way, and you know, this, this, this does sound Greek, right? It's, it's a way that, that I want you to think out of the box. I want you to realize that a retirement plan is more than, um, a cookie cutter approach. It's more than one size fits all. All of this talk with this article that I read, uh, it really boils down to knowing yourself, knowing your advisor, uh, understanding that you are unique, that you have your own persona, you have your own path, and we will help you get to that destination. And man we love to think out of the box every once in a while too, Tony.
0: Well, I know you do and and that's good. you you like to look at things from different angles, not the not the typical standard you know cookie cutter way. everybody's situation is different uh, and I like that. and this is uh, certainly, uh, a great discussion. Uh, I like that. And uh, I feel like I'm getting a feel for this whole Aristotle uh, Greek philosophy thing and relating it to retirement. So what about Logos? I think Logos is the one we have left.
1: I do really like the word Logos. It, it means logic or reason. And Aristotle would, would uh, he well, he took these ideas and he used them to have a reason conversation. So for a retirement purpose, I think, This is where you apply your own logic and your own intelligence to your unique strategy. So you can better understand a concept of Logos uh, with four words. When, When I think about that, I'm thinking about expectation, I want balance, I want reason, and I want advice. So expectation helps you determine um, if your current retirement portfolio is going to support your retirement dreams, what do I mean by that, where you're currently investing, is it going to reach uh, an a, amount of money, a high enough, high enough level of account value to, to fulfill your dreams? You know, balance means ensuring your retirement assets has a balance of risk reward. It's that old saying, you know, uh, Charles Schwab is who we use as our custodian, and Charles Schwab uh, loves to come on television in times of crisis and say, look, it's important to have three things, cash, bonds, and stocks. That is diversification. You do do not need all your eggs in one basket. So uh, what better way is, is to make sure that you have balance? So you've got a, a balance of risk and reward, you got some money that's guaranteed and some money that is at risk. So, um, the word applies to whether or not you have full understanding or just how long and costly your retirement may be. Advice is about you making sure that your financial professional are really hearing you. You want advice coming from somebody that that cares about you. You're not just, uh, oh, he, he or she is 62 years old, therefore they need uh, this cookie, uh, cookie cutter approach. I cannot stand the 800 no help numbers where you are not a real person, where you, when you call up, you get a different advisor uh, every time. Um, we want a long-term relationship where we understand you and you understand us. We develop trust And, uh, we will help you reach your retirement goals because we know
0: you. Yeah. And that's important. And that's uh, certainly taking us out on a high note. This has been a great show, Michael, but we're out of time for today's show. Is there anything else you want to add before we go today?
1: Well, I just want to thank the audience for, uh, listening to us. I, uh, had a wonderful week last week. I had many phone calls in and created two new, uh, relationships with clients last week because of the show and helping those, those, those families, uh, to reach their retirement goals, which is what we're going to do. So I would encourage you to also reach out, uh, make it a, a resolution that you actually do. Just give me a call. I think you'll find that, um, I'm down to earth. I, uh, uh, understand, uh, you know, who I deal with. I understand people and I understand problems We've all been through many ups and downs and uh, well beyond last year. And I understand life. So if you want somebody that really cares, give us a call at 405-760-5863.
0: God bless you and have a great week. Thank you for listening to the Bull and Bear Show. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Michael McGuire at McGuire Retirement Solutions. Call 405-760-5863 or visit them online at McGuireCap.com.